What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Denari. And before we get started with this another episode of the Umbos Podcast, I just want to let y'all know and give, you know, just let y'all know that y'all should go check out Kiritsu Clothing. Kiritsu Clothing, you know, it's by my boy Zan, man. He's been doing good things and, you know, making clothing, whatever. He's coming out with some more, you know, apparel coming out soon. But go check out Kiritsu Clothing. Uh, they have hoodies. They're about to have some shorts. Some other things in stock, but you know, definitely his stuff is the wave. Uh, go check it out. Go check out the website. Uh, tell him that uh, Denari sent you. Uh, and that's Curious Two Clothing. You know, without further ado, let's get started with this episode of the Young Bulls Podcast. Peace. Hey, yo, what's up? I'm Denari. And if you're here, that means you're tuning into the Young Bulls Podcast. Enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Young Bulls Podcast. We're back here, um, episode 20. I believe this is our 20th episode, Quango. Oh, this is the 20th? Yes, sir. Um, so, clap it up for yourself. But, uh, episode 20 of the podcast, man. Uh, today, we got a, a Sixers fan. We got one of my friends on here. Uh, ben in the building. Ben, say what's up, man. What's up, bro? Sixers. Yeah, so. All right, bro. Just, all right. But, um. Ben's been trying to get on this podcast for like months now, since we started this, and like we never could get him on, because when he was free, when we were free, he was busy, and when he was busy, oh, I don't, he was busy, he was busy, so um, now glad to get you on today, man, but let's get right into it, so obviously, Sixers, man, Ben, just go ahead and rant, man, I don't even know how to even start this segment, but Ben just got some stuff to say, so Ben, go ahead. Start off with Harden, you know, his, his, his situation with Philly right now, it's like a whole mess. He's kind of a softy for trying to leave, what, it's a like, third team in like three years? Yep. Something like that, so, I don't know, man. I mean, I would love to have him back, but it feels like, I, I feel like Philly fans wouldn't be too happy about it. You know what I'm yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want, I want more than defense because he hasn't done something in like four hours. Didn't do anything on draft night either. Yeah. So, and the beast's not getting any younger, so you know, championship window is closing. You got to do something right now. Have to. You got to. You know, I agree. Make- I agree. I mean, I, like you just said, Sixers, they haven't done anything since draft night. They haven't really done anything to address, like, the everything that happened with the Game 7. I mean, this is a very important offseason for the Sixers, man. If they don't make any moves this offseason and they just stay stagnant, outside of us getting rid of Shake Milton and Jordis Yang, that's not good. That's not good. Um... It just came out today that they weren't going to extend Maxi, which is good. Which is, you know, good for, like, you know, the future and stuff like that. But like, It wouldn't matter because he's already a restricted free agent. So next year we can match any contract that he gets. 
so yeah, it wouldn't really matter. Good move by the I'm Sixers. Just, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm still, I'm still feeling like nervous though, because in all honesty, man, I just know that if we don't, I mean, B has, you gotta think, and B's like what, twenty nine, about to be thirty. He's getting old, dude. Yeah, he's getting old. We he got an MVP, but we haven't gotten past the second round since the dude has been in his prime, which was what three years. Yeah, so I mean, I it's, I don't know, man. So Sixers downfall is wonderful. It's definitely, Sixers it's downfall is wonderful. Clay, you think the Lakers are making the finals next year? After the signings tonight, the Lakers have to make the Western Conference Finals. You think it's Western Conference Finals or bust? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, nah, you can't sign like all these these good wings and guards. Not not they're not necessarily like the top in the NBA, but they're some of the best like role players you can get, like Torian Prince. Uh, even Rui, like players like that, they're like pretty. They're like pretty good role players, and it's like if you combine that with LeBron and AD, and you make like this deep team, and you don't make it to, to the Western Conference Finals at least and win, that's kind of crazy. But I will say their competition is stiffer this year because they're gonna have to play probably end up playing the Suns or the Nuggets, which are both are deep teams, and maybe the Mavs too. But I feel like the Lakers should be there. They got LeBron and AD. <laughs> Yeah, I can see them going far, but I don't know. LeBron's, I think LeBron's regressing a little bit. I don't bit. think so. I think LeBron leaned too much this, this like, especially off season on his three point shot instead of doing what he did in Game Four against the Nuggets, where like, like he's just backing people down in the post and creating like um handoffs off of that, you know, letting letting people you know get open from that because you know he draws double teams like there's Aaron Gordon could not guard LeBron. You think he's going to the Suns? You said Eric Gordon. You think he's going to the Suns? Aaron Gordon? Yeah. Um, I think Aaron Gordon stays on the Nuggets. No, oh, Eric, Eric Gordon? Gordon? I hope not. I don't know. If, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But Eric Gordon. I don't know how much he's been paid in his career. But I would assume that, you know, he's getting older too. So he's probably looking to, to get some decent amount of money. And I don't know if the Suns are going to be able to pay him. Everyone they're signing. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about the Lakers, right? I mean, with the Lakers, man, Lakers, I feel like they've addressed what they need to address as far as their team. Um, I'm really happy about the Cam Reddish signing. That was that was major. I, I'm really happy about that. I, I really want to see Cam Reddish prosper, man. I feel like he... He's a talented player, but he just had luck of the draw with the teams he's been on. That hasn't really gotten a chance to really prove himself. So I'm really happy about that. You guys getting Rui back, I feel like that was huge for you guys. We um, need Reeves too, though. Very important for you. We need Reeves too, though. Get Reeves is crazy. I don't know about it. Okay. Um, I felt like that was important for you guys. Uh, I don't know what you guys are going to do with D'Lo. So that should be interesting to keep an eye out for. Um... You guys did release Mo Bamba and who else did y'all release? Y'all released Bamba and somebody else. I forgot Shooter. who. Oh, Malik Beasley. No, Malik Beasley. It was Malik Beasley. Yeah. So, I mean, for Bamba, honestly, 
I don't, did he even play a game with the Lakers? Garbage time minutes. Uh, he's 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 definitely played. Garbage but it time. Was like, I don't know. He didn't really like play. Basically, no. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So as long as y'all, I feel like if y'all get like a Brook Lopez or like a, a player that's like Gasol, even if y'all picked up like a Valanciunas or something, I feel like that'll be good for you guys. Uh, I just need a center that can get rebounds and just be able to help out on offense as far as like shooting and just. Literally just setting screens and picking and rolling. Cause when they did that back in 2021 with the with the um, Marcus All, you guys were nice. The only reason why you guys didn't go far in that playoffs was because of injuries. Yeah. Which. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna lie. As long but as AD, yeah. as long as either either there's two things. Either AD gets moved to power forward and we get Brook Lopez, or we just get the scoring load off AD. Like he cannot be our primary. Like well, he can be our primary scorer, but like we can't expect him to like win our games for us from from a scoring perspective because he's just too up and down one and two like i don't know it's, it's kind of draining i feel like he has a, a super huge load to have to like carry most of the defense and then still also drop like a 30 point game on offense and still grab like 15 yeah. boards that's that's a lot for a center and that's probably why he's getting injured so often I, I get that i get that but at the same time the same time that could still be said with lebron too because lebron He's like you said. He's not getting any younger. LeBron's not getting any younger. AD needs to move into that primary score position because two years from now, LeBron's not gonna still be. All right, I'll say not two, five years from now, LeBron's not gonna be the same player averaging like thirty. He's not gonna be able to. I don't. I think in five years, I feel like LeBron's still gonna be a good player in the association, but he's definitely not gonna be. I don't know. If Brown like, will be in the averaging, five like getting. Years. I don't think so. Probably, I think Brown won't be here for that much longer. Maybe like two, three more seasons in the league. Okay. Three years. Okay, three three years. But like, they and AD needs to find that you know be able to become like scorer number one and allow LeBron to gracefully back up from like that you know star player role and just be a supporting member for AD to help him out. You get what I mean? Yeah. I feel like if the Lakers do that and AD's able to score and really just become that player that LeBron came to the Lakers to to like get AD to come here to be. Just like when he was in 2020, like that's what AD needs to revert back to. I don't know what happened, injuries oh, that could mess up people. You play, you play, you play two defensive but, bigs like um like Howard, and uh, who else was it? It was Howard and McGee. If you play both of them in front of AD at the five, he play he can play the four comfortably. And that, that's what happened in 2020. Yeah. Like he didn't have to be like be in the paint, like being like a the uh, like a glass cleaner. Basically, like he wasn't having to grab all the boards and play defense. You know, he could focus a little bit more on the offensive side. You know, he was hitting threes back then. Actually, dribbling on the perimeter. Yeah, and he and his handle was nice too. Like, dude was low key putting defenders in a blender. So, I mean, if AD does that and reverse back to how he played before and actually lock in, lock in, then I feel like the Lakers would definitely be the team to beat, and they'll be. It'll be a contender in the West. I don't know about them winning the West, though. Crazy. Yeah, I'm I think we all. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be yeah. honest with you. Like, I'm a Lakers fan, and I can see, like, the Lakers beating them. But I, I think that's just so absurd to have Kevin Durant and D Book in the first place. But then, like, Bradley Bill on top of that. And it, I don't, I can't tell if Aiden is going to get traded or not. And they just got Watsonabi. And they just got Watsonabi as they of today. They got Damian Lee still. They got Josh Akogi still. Like, they just got, uh, who's that? Keita Bates Dio, bro. Oh yeah, Kenta based Diop. Okay. And also, let me say this about the Sixers, bro. 
Let me say this about the Sixers. Because we didn't, we, we, I don't think we did a podcast episode after that game seven. What? I don't no, think. I don't think we did, nah. I don't think we did. But what I will say is this. The, the Sixers need to, right, like, as of, like, they need to actually lock in on this. Like I said, this is one of the most important off-seasons for the Sixers going forward. If they do not make any moves between now or next season involving this team, then this team is not going to be able to find success. They, we cannot continue to have teams that are good enough in the regular season but terrible come playoff time. Like, there's, there's, bro, there's no way. If you look at the teams you lost to in the playoffs in the past three years, man, the Hawks, the Hawks in the second round, the Heat in the second round, the um, who are, who did we just lose to Boston I in the second round? Eaten, uh, we were up. Conference finals last year. We didn't do. Oh, we did. We haven't gotten past the second round. But. Yes, bro. Sheesh. Um. Well, yes, bro. So um, especially mm. with the Hawks series, especially with the Hawks series and this past series from this season, we were up three two heading into Game Six. We were up three two. Y'all had the perfect Game Six as well. You get to finish at home. Uh, Literally, I wouldn't say perfect. I mean, not like perfect. I'm saying like like that's that's kind of the best circumstance. Literally, the 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 best thing the best thing to happen the the climate the best thing to happen in that game six, bro. Tatum was literally missing shots that whole game, that whole game. Dude was one. He was like fourteen. One for fourteen that whole game, bro. All we had to do was just. I don't know what happened in the final five minutes. All we had to do was just give the ball to him be and just let him be working. Or, or I don't even know, man. We were just jacking up shots. It was terrible. Like AD, it, 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 wasn't it like MB didn't touch the ball for like three whole minutes? Yes, bro. He didn't talk the. the he didn't touch the rock for. Like, and our spacing was just terrible. Yes, it's just like we were just jacking up threes, nah, game man. Time, game time and I'm sitting here looking. And also, I want to say this: Melton missed like. Three wide open corner threes, and that could have been a game changer because we would have at least had like a ten point, nine point lead going like three minutes left in the fourth. That probably could have sealed the deal for us to go to our first Eastern Conference Finals appearance in like what, like first twenty three years. And also too, another thing too that I, that, that bothered me. They didn't. We haven't made it to the conference finals since '01, bro. I haven't seen the Sixers make the. Yes, bro. You knew we won. Bro, no, it seemed like an Eastern Conference Finals series, though. That was much. I think they played the Bucks after that and like cooked them. No, they they played the um, who? They they played the Bucks next, right? Played the Bucks. Who the Celtics? Uh, no, uh, the the Raptors the year they played y'all. Uh, yeah, they played. Yeah. I feel like your series was better. That series had everyone on it. Listen, bro. And, bro, like, and even with the um whole, like, bro, the thing that made me upset about the series was that after Tatum made that first three on Maxi, that little sidestep from, the, like, the wing, after he made that first one, bro, I said, oh, no, bro. Because immediately when, they, when we missed again on the other end and they got the ball back, and I saw that Maxi switched up on him, or it was Embiid again. And I'm looking, I'm like, bro, he's going to pull that, man. You're giving him too much room. Dude literally did the same move and just pulled up on on, on his mitt and just he made it. And just, examined, bro. Him and MPG, McDaniels, 
And the thing that made me mad about it too was that McDaniels didn't get like McDaniels is one of our best defenders on the team. I don't know why he didn't get that much run in the playoffs either. Doc Rivers, man. I'm so Stop happy he's fucking gone. How you feel about us getting Nick Nurse? How you feel about us getting Nick Nurse? Way better than Doc Rivers. That's an upgrade immediately, honestly. Nick Nurse is gonna bring defense. He's gonna bring grit. He's gonna bring a culture change. And he's gonna he's gonna bring a different mindset, a different voice for Joel too. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Being about like Doc Rivers coaches, bro. This man like tries to be like a homie. Derrick Rose to the Grizzlies. Derrick Rose to the Grizzlies. It's not crazy, you know. That's not it's not old Rose, but it's still a decent pickup, you know, backup guard. I need to get a Derrick Rose jersey too, man. But uh, but, well, yeah. what I was saying about uh, what about Rivers, bro? Bro treated Embiid and Harden like those were his best friends, bro. Like you're their coach, bro. Like I understand, definitely have a good relationship with your players, but like the M I don't know. I feel like he should have said something to Embiid when Bro was like making in those interviews talking about how he deserved the MVP, bro. Like he should have been focused on the playoffs. I'm saying, bro. I felt like after Embiid got the MVP, man. I feel like after Embiid got the MVP, like the the drop off was even like it was actually crazy, like. After B got MVP, man, the hunger, the drive, all of that, How gone. How can you be an MVP caliber player and drop, like, nearly, like, nine points in the playoffs? That's crazy. 17. My, no, my fault. 15. No, I'm saying, like, his average it was bad. dropped. It went from, like, 30 to, like, like, 22. I feel, like, I feel like half of it is towards his injury. I'm not going to blame it, blame that his injury played, made him play bad, but... Uh, I definitely think it had an effect on it. But one thing that threw me off was the uh, final game seven against uh, against the Celtics, bro. Those shot attempts Dude. that he was taking on Horford, it's just like, who takes that? He does. That's not even a normal shot that he takes. Some of those, like, where he's completely right. boxed, and you just need to swing it, bro. Like, chill out. There was a lot of plays like that. Dude, it, it was crazy because I remember in the first quarter, after Tatum made, like, his first shot, and I was saying to myself, I was literally like, Bro, like, if y'all thought that Tam's going to come out of this game and shoot one for 14, bro, y'all, like, dude could not miss. This dude was doing side steps all over the court, bro. Literally, as the start of the second half, it was like a maybe like a three, four-point game. I go downstairs to go get something to drink. I go back upstairs. The lead goes from four to ten. Like that. Like that. And then it goes from ten to twenty. And then twenty to thirty. And then so on, bro. So... Dude, it, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, as far as Nick Nurse coming to the Sixers, man, I feel like with Nick Nurse, culture change. I'm telling you, I hope so, man. Boy. At the same same time, if you're a Sixers fan and you saying next year we're gonna win a chip, I don't think it's happening, bro. I feel like, don't get me wrong, I feel like we're gonna compete next year, but I feel like that's why I'm saying the offseason is so important because. As, although we're not going to be able to compete next year like that, the following year, that should be like our time to compete. I feel like it's a win-win for us. Man, because take the gap year this year, we develop Maxi into like a decent playmaker. We get Tobias' Tobias's contract off next year. Tobias' contract off next year. And we have the cap space to sign two next players. To help and be the maximum. All we need is by then, bro. The Dame project might be over at the Trailblazers if they have another losing season. 
I feel like worst case, bro. If we can't get Dame, if we can't get Dame, bro, I would love to see like a player like Zach Levine or like somebody on on my team, bro. I don't know. I like Zach, but uh, with the Sixers, I I don't really like Zach? the Sixers. I feel like y'all need someone that's just yeah, like I like Zach. I need someone crazy. I just don't think he's a game changer. I'm trying to tell you, bro. You're not. No, he's bro. like more of a franchise player, so I don't think that will ever happen. But I'm just saying, you need like a superstar of that caliber. Like you need like someone who's like top ten, top fifteen. Like Zach Levine is maybe like in the twenties. And the thing about Zach is just like his game is just unreliable. But I will say, I don't know. I feel like he can be a second or third star. But I would think he would definitely on the Sixers. Do you think Jalen Brown's a top fifteen player? Jalen Brown, yes. Yeah, I think. I think. You say he's a top fifteen. Brown was top fifteen at least this season, but like after after seeing what he did in the postseason, I would say he dropped some. Definitely, from what he did in the postseason. But this is what I was gonna say. Do you think that the Celtics are going to? What do you think they're gonna do about the whole Jalen Brown Tatum thing? You think they're gonna break it up, or you think they're gonna try to resign both? Celtics are gonna. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's smart to sign Jalen Brown to a a near three hundred mil contract extension for for being a second option to Jason Tatum. But you have to keep those two together. I will say as bad as it like I feel like the lens that we look at seasons, like we look at a lot of especially good teams like the Celtics when when you're like in the Eastern Conference Finals and the finals like almost back to back for like the last like five years. We have like a pretty high expectation for them, but like that's winning basketball to keep it a sack. Like, I feel like if you break it up, you might have to like, for you might have to build around Tatum again, and risk like not winning, or or just not being able to like reach the levels that they've been at. Because even though they haven't had like that success in the finals, they've pretty much been like running the regular seasons, and they've been pretty good in the playoffs. So like. I don't know, but sometimes it works. It worked for the Raptors when they got rid of DeMar, but they got Kawhi, so I don't know. Yeah. I feel like at this point, you just got to make keep Jason happy. You got to sign Jalen to extension. Yeah, but the right, money yeah. they're going to have to pay. Porzingis is going to help out a lot. Porzingis is going to help out with that team a lot, though. I don't know what they're going to do with Horford, but the lineup with Tatum, Brown, Derek White, possibly, I don't know. Uh, Robert Williams, Porzingis, that's, that's nice. Oh, yeah, Brog, Brogdon is staying, too. Yes, Brogdon is there, too. So you literally could have Porzingis starting and take Robert Williams and bring him off the bench. So, I mean, that's definitely, I feel like that's going to help them get rebounds and get scoring, so. I feel like with Boston, they're going to be right back in there next year. And then with Phoenix, as we just said with Watanabe, we said that heading into the free agency, they need to adjust the bench. Because outside of KD, D-Book, and Paul, they didn't really have anyone. So, you know, I feel like they addressed the bench pretty good so far this offseason. But they need to do something with Aiden, though. Because I don't know, if you got all these good pieces and then you just have DeAndre Aiden right here, and Aiden's not known for scoring like that, if you being honest. I don't know how much he's going to really contribute to your team. Uh, I feel like they don't really need him for scoring, though. But although they can trade him still. But yeah. 
his value's not high enough though for him for them to get solid role players. Like yeah, his market, his market's not high right now. After what he did in the playoffs, who Brown? Not gonna be high. No, DeAndre. Aiden. No, Aiden. Aiden. I don't know what Aiden. He, I don't know, like maybe like three, two, three years ago, when he was playing against AD, bro. I remember everyone was talking about how he had such a bright future, and I, I don't know, he's pretty young. He's probably like 24, 25, still. So, so, so like he still. He can still be an all-star big, but he has to get better at defense. And he just has to get a little bit tougher. That's that's all it is. Like he has the talent. He's a little, he's a little softy yeah. right now. Yeah, he's very much a softy right now. What he did in that playoffs was absolute. But look, that was terrible. I wouldn't man. be surprised though if he becomes a unit under Vogel though. If if somehow Frank Vogel is able to get this man to like just become a little bit tougher and just to put in more effort and play hard on defense. I could see him becoming like I could, I could see him becoming like a better player in that way. But I think Vogel's gonna bring a new culture to the team. Yeah, definitely for a fact, bro. Vogel's Vogel's defense. He did the same thing with the Lakers, bro. He 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 uh, brought that kind of defensive culture to the Lakers, and their chemistry just got so much better with Vogel. I think it's possible for the Suns, but then again, like you know, like those players are people. A lot of them have like you know diva personalities on that team. Especially when you have three stars. Especially D-Book, man. D-Book is too sassy, bro. That man's like oh, complaining about a mascot while he's shooting free throws. It's just like, if Vogel can somehow no, convince them, like, or like, just, I don't know, like, get them to trust him or something, D-Book, it could be good for them, though. Bro, D-Book may be sassy sometimes, bro, but that dude is a dog on the court, bro. He's, bro, like... This scoring is like I said, bro. Like it's I nice, said, bro. man. I, I can't even lie. I can't even lie. I don't know about that, bro. bro. I'll say maybe top top five, bro, maybe in the league right now. But KD, Giannis. Is is D book not? Yeah, he said top is three. Is he not a top three scorer? Uh, he said D- scorer. No, he's not. Scorer, scorer, straight bucket yes. getter. No. KD, B, Steph Curry, who else? Dane, Harden. All right, maybe not Harden right now, but. To say that Steph is a better scorer is crazy. You don't think Steph's a better scorer no. than Book? No. Yeah. Luca? No. You don't think Luca's a better scorer no. than Dane? I don't think that Dame is either. I think there's no. I think there's maybe one scorer in the league, just a scorer better than better than Dame, a better than a book, and that's maybe KD. But even then, I feel like not at this point in his career. But I will say KD's game is kind of unstoppable because that little like 13 foot mid range shot that he takes is just so crazy. Kind of. The dude's seven foot. The dude's seven foot with yeah, the handle. Yeah, like he's not in his prime. Get to bro. wherever he wants to get to. You know what's to crazy? Like the 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 KD we look at, bro. KD at OKC was probably the best KD ever, bro. Durantula is the best KD ever, bro. Well, yeah. Oh my. That was his like. You, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, he's he's like he's not KD out of Brooklyn his prime, nice but he's too. not at his peak. Brooklyn was nice. KD KD and Brooklyn was nice, especially in that playoff series against Milwaukee. Dude had fifty. I mean, yeah, but like I feel like. He There's was nothing nice. that touches KD at OKC, bro. Just the way he played, of bro. Course, his style of, of play course. was so much different. Spent, spent nine years there. That is true. 
That's literally the longest tenure team he's yeah, been. Yeah, but I feel like his his game his fell off a little bit, even when he went to like kind of the Warriors. I mean, everyone everyone regresses a little bit when they get older. They lose the yeah, nah. Speed, his 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 first step was crazy at the, at OKC, bro. He would just he would just zip by you, bro, and just pipe, bro. He was nice, though. He was nice. All right. All right. Um, I don't know how Buck is not top two. Talk about. I just find that crazy, but I digress, He's man. not top two. Not top two. He's not top two. He's not top two. He's a, he's a, he's a, good, he's a great scorer. He's top a great scorer. Top eight for sure. Top eight? Top eight, top ten, maybe. What? what? Top eight is so crazy to me. I was going to say top five, top man. Eight. I'm not going to lie. I think he had top five score in the league. He's top two. I mean... I feel like there's at least five scorers there. I feel like Steph is not a better scorer than Book. Like I, I feel like that one's crazy. You know, Steph, can, Steph can score anywhere so on the can court. Book. But can Steph can D Book shoot from forty feet out? Yes. No. No. Crazy? No. No. Yes, yes. D book is not yes, pulling from their half. D book is not pulling what? from D book cannot pull from their half. Yes, he can. No, he can't. Bro, I've seen Bron. D book shoots. That's LeBron. D book. Bron shoots that like every two, every ten. <laughs> and that's if his team. That's if his team has a comfortable lead or if he has a heat check. Nah. Curry does that literally to start games. Y'all are bro. crazy, bro. That's so crazy to say that D book can't it's, hit that. That's not but. crazy. He's a sniper. D, D book cannot. D D book can shoot from the three point line. Yes, a little bit behind it. Yes, a little, but not near, near Curryland. Not near Curryland. Not near Dameland either, bro. Relax, bro. Relax, bro. Come on, player, you tripping? I'm I'm, I'm getting for real player. Like, book is just so absurd. That's so crazy. Did Curry even have? Did Curry have fifty this season? Oh, he had fifty on who the? Yeah. I yes. think that was on uh oh no he didn't that was like forty four on the Kings or was it fifty? That was fifty. He had fifty in the game seven. No disrespect, but yeah, Davion Mitchell on him. If you're gonna say Yeah, Davion Mitchell. Davion Mitchell is a good Davion Mitchell is a good defender. That's literally why the Suns picked that's literally why the Kings he's picked him up. Good, but he's a rookie, bro. On Steph Curry. He wasn't a rookie. Is Davion Mitchell? Oh, oh, no, I'm tripping. But Davion Mitchell was on Steph anyway. Like, no disrespect, but like, didn't that man say he almost lost didn't his D life trying to guard didn't, Steph? Didn't, no. Time out. Didn't D, didn't Stephen Curry have like sixty when Dame was gone? Man, what happened when Matthew Delavadova guarded him? Talk about that. Come on, bro. That was like that was one game. That was one game. That was one game. That was a series. That was one game. That was a series. Delvadova did that for and one what game. What does Steph bro. do against the Lakers other than Chuck? Bro, come on, man. I'm just saying. I'm come just on. saying. They, hey, they, had on, the, they put the Vanderbilt method, method on him. He was looking fraudulent. Come on, bro. I'm pretty sure Curry has shown, just based off of just like his numbers, like throughout his career, that he is one of... If not the uh, one of like the best scores in the league. No. Thought yes. never been what? one of the best scores in the league. Bro, he's I he's a really he good won. scorer though. But like Curry, Curry if anything, Curry if anything is like Curry's not in front of Dane. 
Dame is ahead of Curry. Keep joking. Keep joking. Curry averaged 27 points, three assists, and six rebounds in six games versus the Lakers. What did what did what did D book average against the Nuggets? Had to be crazy. Him and combine. Him and KD well, combined. That's the Nuggets, bro. What's? Why do you say that? Why do you say it's the Nuggets? No, I'm saying D-Book had no one else except KD. So obviously he's going to take more shots. D-Book averaged... Oh, hold on. Let me see. What's up with the Devin Book? D-Book averaged... D-Book averaged... Um, I'm trying to see it. I got you. Ebook average twenty nine, yeah, six and six. And it's also crazy that this season, he averaged twenty seven on like nearly fifty percent, and he's a jump shooter. Like for a lot of other, for a lot of other, like I don't know, for like a forward, or just someone who plays at the rim, that kind of makes a little bit more sense. But forty nine and being a jump shooter is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's cool and all, but that's cool and all, man. But like we just said. There's no way you sitting up here trying to sit up here and tell us that Devin Booker is a more perennial scorer than Steph Curry. He is a better scorer than Stephen Curry. He's yes. not. He's not. Yes. Okay, so if you're starting a franchise right now, yeah, and you had the choice between picking Devin Booker or Stephen Curry, you telling me that you gonna have you gonna pick Devin Booker I would over pick Steph? Stephen Curry because he's the better player. That, all right. That means he's a better scorer then. So Kevin Durant is better than LeBron. <laughs> if you're picking Steph Curry as a better player, so is that Kevin means Durant he's a better, better than LeBron? He's a better scorer. Right now, right now, yes, he is. No way you could hold up. I don't get it. So how is Kevin Durant better then? If 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 hold up. So if LeBron wins. He, I'm, I'm pretty sure he has better statistics and, and like when, when it comes to rebounding and assists, probably better efficiency slightly, because he just because he takes more layups and shots closer to the rim. KD shoots free throws better, but LeBron like contributes way more to winning, and was in the Western Conference Finals. How is Kevin Durant better? How? Well, winning is not a factor of. Who's a better like player. we can say like I could say Shea Gilgis Alexander is better with that if, same logic. You're talking skill for skill. I'm taking Kevin Durant over LeBron James any day. Hold of the up, week. hold up, hold. You talking about in wait in their primes or right now? Right now. Okay. I'm taking Kevin Durant over LeBron. James. I feel James. like I feel like it's a lot of glazing, a lot of technical glazing. When it comes Crazy. to sports, bro, people like players that just play like a little bit prettier, like LeBron and KD. Oh, what? Whoa, 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 in, whoa, in whoa, whoa! LeBron, LeBron does more on the court than Kevin Durant. He does more on the court than Kevin Durant, but because Kevin Durant, people say he's a better player. But LeBron does more. And bro, you, were you winning. not just? Were you, come on, come on, come on. Were you not just the one who said like a couple of minutes ago that Kevin Durant, like when he was on, like just literally talking about how KD on Oklahoma City was literally like playing the best of his career and stuff like that, like, literally a couple Oklahoma minutes ago. City. I said he. I said. It's so you're telling me that. Like, 
His game did not, not fall off. I disagree. Not his statistics, but just the way he plays, like his style of play, like him, him, like having a real yeah, because quick he's first not, step. he's not twenty, he's not like 24, 25 anymore. He, he wasn't even, he, he wasn't even LeBron's really playing not, like uh, that either, like with the with the Nets either. Kjug, did LeBron style not LeBron fall down style, a little I, bit? When's the last time? Hold up, hold up. This fell off. Kevin Durant, the last time. Where, where, did he go to the Eastern Conference? LeBron's a he said LeBron, LeBron style no. fell off too because LeBron in his bro he didn't even go to he he the last time he won anything was with the Warriors. He hasn't made it out of the second round since then. LeBron, LeBron, well, you have to you have to say let's be okay okay <laughs> let's let's be frank let's be frank the year after he lost and Golden State got, ho, ho, he was no, 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 skip that. Cause just he got swept last year. Let's talk about that. He got swept last year by the reigning Eastern Conference champ. No, 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 no. It wasn't just the. It was. No, they didn't win the Eastern. Bro, let's not romanticize sweeping. He got swept. Not only was it in the first round, but he also like had like seventeen turnovers in four games. Okay. Okay. Well, listen. Mind you. Okay, LeBron yeah, got swept, like his, but he didn't okay. have seventeen turnovers in 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 four games. Okay, one but listen. and two. LeBron played his heart out in the last game. He dropped something crazy. Oh my gosh, Quango, Quango, listen, His listen. His team was bro, failing listen. him too. If you're using Quango, Quango, listen. You can't just put the whole getting swept notion on Kevin Durant when the team that was built around KD was not a team that was going to go to the finals. They had Ben Simmons who was hurt and was injured. Kyrie, I don't think I think Kyrie was either hurt or he just wasn't playing. I don't know which one it was. Kyrie had like and literally there. Okay. And then they had Seth Curry, and they had like maybe like a half of a half of Blake Griffin or something like that. That's not a Bro, team. Denar, you gotta understand. That team was literally that team was literally constructed in the middle of the season after James Harden left, and it was they, literally like they, the look, rest I, they of that. They got man. swept, and not only was it a sweep. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying like. I'm not saying they should have won. They should have went to the Eastern Conference Finals or even the Finals. The Lakers no, got swept too, Quinn. You, yes. you know how much winning no, you have to not. do to get to the Western Conference. So, so it's okay. To, so, so, so now it's okay to lose in the first round, but it's a five conference finals. No, they got swept, Quinn. They got swept. Eight games to zero. That's a that's a great difference. Probably. Do you remember that the Nets were? Do you remember that the Nets were a playing team that year? Bro, dude. Okay, that doesn't matter. You're Kevin Durant. The Nets, You're trying to say he was better than Quingo, LeBron. Quinn. Quinn. Listen, listen. If you're using that same logic that you used this year about how the Lakers won eight games and they got to the conference finals, team was literally young the Nets were a playing team that year, beat Cleveland at home, and barely got into the playoffs. And they played boss. They played. Listen, they were in, they were in the playing. They beat Cleveland Fair and enough. they got to they got to the playoffs and they played against the top seeded Boston Celtics that year. That Cleveland. I don't understand how that. And they got swept. You're acting like, it's not like, acting like they got swept. swept, and KD was averaging like 35 on 49 percent. He played like trash. He got clamped. Like I would have a little bit more All sympathy right. for him if he played well. Yeah, I'm not saying, I'm not saying LeBron is a bird. I'm not saying KD is a better player than LeBron. I'm saying overall skill. I'm taking KD over LeBron right now. Bruh, that's bad. Denari, look at his efficiency. He's going to contribute. And, and you're saying KD had an efficient play. KD averaged 26 and 6 in that series.
Look at the turnovers. Literally, like, that was a playoff drop for KD. Like, that was a... That was, he definitely did not rise more, in that more, series. He was playing the, the best defensive rated team. Okay, I feel it, but that team... Oh, here's it. Like, I feel like things need to be put into perspective. Like, to be honest with you, that Boston team probably shouldn't have been in the finals. They made it to the finals, sure, but they 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 probably wouldn't have beat the Bucks had they had their team healthy. Um, yes, they would have. Yes, they would have. They would have beat Milwaukee that well, year, man. Boston was one of the best Literally, everyone was saying that the Bucks would have won that series if they were healthy. It went to six without. Was it Chris Middleton? Is Chris Middleton really changing the outcome of this series? Remember what, remember what Chris Middleton did against the Hawks? What he did against the Suns when he dropped? The Hawks, come on, come on, come on. The bro, Hawks, bro, come, come on. He closing game. He had 40, like, come twice. On. He had 30 like that when the Hawks beat you. What, didn't, that series, didn't that series go to five? Didn't that series <laughs> no, go to five? He had 40 and 39. Six. It went to six. It went to six. Bro, I'm saying, like, come on, man. Bro, come on, bro. Man. The Hawks, bro. Chris Middleton is like far on, from a scrub, bro. bro. He had a really good postseason in twenty twenty one, bro. We know he's not a scrub, man. But Boston still, Boston would still win that series though, even with Middleton That's playing. Not true. Yes, they, yes, they would have. Okay, if Middleton was playing, he would be at like at least sixty percent, seventy percent. He wouldn't be fully healthy. No, no. What what I'm saying is that that Boston team. I don't know. I feel like, like in the, maybe the past like seven years, well, you can really do this with any era, but like a lot of people complain about like, you know, like certain teams that went to the finals, they didn't get to play the strongest competition. And I don't really have that as a criticism. If you make it to the finals, you make it to the finals. But there definitely does need to be something said about like certain teams. Like sometimes like they're playing a team and like their best players are all hurt. And it's like they get an easy win. And then everyone's like, they're the dominant team. Like, yeah, they won, but like, they're far, you're far from dominant if you're just beating up on a team that's not really healthy. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, you're trying to make it seem like the Celtics were super dominant. Like, they had, they were they were pretty, I remember they went on a winning streak to get first seed after um, the All-Star break last year. But the Celtics were not even that dominant. In fact, like, didn't they, what was it? They lost the year before against the Heat, I think, in the Eastern Conference Finals in six. They lost to the Nets. They lost to the Nets. They lost in the Nets the in the second round. Oh, no, I'm tripping. That's 2020. Yeah, they was, I believe they got the swept. I believe they got swept. First no. No, I'm saying that's when they lost to the Heat, the bubble series. Hold up. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. no. But, um. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, just going back to the whole KD thing, man. I mean, I'm not taking any, I'm not taking pro turn the ringer off. I'm not taking anything away from um I'm not taking anything away from Kevin Durant as a player. I mean LeBron as a player. But if I'm having my team right now and I'm looking at both of their play like the teams right now, Kevin Durant, what he's doing, bro, I'm not saying what he's doing is greater than what LeBron is doing, but what Kevin Durant is doing as far as scoring and stuff, I mean he's always been a perennial scorer. So you saying that Deep Book is top two scores in the league, and then saying that um, he's a better scorer than Steph, man, I feel like it's ludicrous, man. I, 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 I'm sorry. I feel like it, Deep Book is definitely a top 10 score in the league. So where is most, Steph? Where do you have doubt. Steph at then? You're saying Steph is top three? Steph scoring is definitely. Yes. Basketball play. Scoring wise, he's top five. So, yes. so Deep Book's not top five scorer in the league? No. 
He's top ten. Not five. I'll give you that. He's top seven. Okay, top seven. I'll take that too. Okay. But not top five. I don't I can't think of any other player who had like over 35, like four times. Actually, no, not over 35. Like, I'm just in the East, Jimmy, I think. But in the West, I don't think there was over anyone 30... who dropped like 40 or more three times in a postseason. And he only played in like two series. KD? KD? I don't think KD had 40 more than twice. D Book had like 45. Pretty sure he had three and a 50 point game against the Bucks. Oh, I was talking about this. I was talking about this year in the. In the West, oh, D Book had 47 one game. He had 45 one game. He literally had three 40 bombs within like what's it like 12 games, bro? That's just crazy to me, bro. I mean, but to be fair, man, you're saying that D Book had 43 times in the playoffs, and Kelly Olynyk had 30 in a game. He had like 30 points in a game seven against Washington. You don't see me going around saying that he's one of the best scorers That's in the league, dude. That's not comparable. You know that wasn't comparable. <laughs> that was just foul. I'm just saying. <laughs> that bro. was just foul. I'm Kelly just saying, bro. It's crazy. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying, bro. Like, uh, D, what? Let's change just... the topic here. Let's, let's change the topic here. <laughs> D book is top two. I think we had enough about this scoring debate. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about. All right, so obviously, Pink Tape came out last night. So when I first listened to it, I said it was, I told Quang it was a 10 out of 10 album. I listened to it again, no bias. I'm not gonna lie. It was cool. It was it was cool, but like he, it was some hits, but there was definitely a lot of misses on the album. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, we got too much hype. I'm telling you. I mean, there's some songs on the album that are good, but most of it is just so mid. It, it got overhyped. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. All I can see on my timeline is Uzi's top one album of the century. Ten out of ten, bro. That joint wasn't it, bro. I salute him. I, I salute him for experimenting, though. But some of it was just bad, bro. I'm just be honest with you. Some of it was just bad. Yeah, like the the metal, the metal yeah, and I'm stuff. I'm not gonna lie. I, like, think I like the I like this one metal song that he had, bro. I think he he was like I don't know. It sounded like one of those anime songs, and I was like, wow. I'm like, I was impressed that he got this it to sound like, it sounded like one of the openers for like an anime show. I was, I was looking bro, kind of impressed with one, that, the other ones were just like. Bro, there's a one song where he literally um, sampled a WWE Superstars theme song, bro. And I was like, bro, is this dude serious, bro? Like, I mean, it was, it was, it was cool. Like, it was different, but for people to be saying that it was 26 out of 26, <laughs> No misses. Like, come on, man. Like, there's a difference between being realistic and there's a difference between being, so, you know, realistic and just being like a fan. Like I said, my, my, my words on last episode still stand, bro. Uzi has fallen off, bro, since 2018. He has. I understand. It's sad as a Uzi fan. I understand you're having a hard time, but he fell off, bro. I feel like it's not really a thing about falling off. I feel like it's more of a thing about he's just trying to experiment with different stuff. You know what I mean? I guess. Like, because, like, Uzi wasn't doing this whole metal thing back in 2018. Like, Uzi literally dropped, I mean, didn't he drop, like, an album, like, an EP called, like, Demon High or something like that? 
when he was literally just doing like rock stuff. I don't know. I'm not a Uzi fan. I wouldn't know anything about that. I don't follow that rapper. Yeah, yeah, well, you bad rapper. All right, look, Clango, come on, man. You still think that Gunna has um album of the uh, year it's so far? It's certainly better than Paint Tapes. If that's what you're trying to ask me, yeah, Gunna has the best album right now. Out right now. Ben, what you think? I think Gunna's album is way better than Uzi's. Right. But mine. I can't even lie. You're probably not even wrong about that either. I mean, Gunna's album was nice. And then Uzi's album, I felt like it was just a lot of stuff that he was trying to do. But I just felt like he was doing a little bit too much. I felt like he was doing like way too much, man. And then back to what I was saying about the whole people saying 26 out of 26. Like, come on, y'all. There's no way... There's no, I mean, there's a perfect, there's such thing as perfect albums, yes. Like, this album was not it, man. Like, come on. Like, 26 out of 26. And the thing that really bothered me, bro, was that people were literally rating the album, like, eight minutes until the album, like, started. Right, at, like, 12, people were literally at posting. All I saw on Twitter was, thank you, Uzi. This is the best piece of art I've listened to in my life. I did that. I, I did that. But I'm, like, at 12, at 12, 20, bro, people were saying, album of the year, Uzi's the GOAT. Bro, that album's like an hour long. There's no way you finished an hour long album lie. in the span of 20 I minutes. I like the opening song, bro. I thought it was okay. Flooded the Face, I think it was called, bro. I didn't even like it like that. Like, it was okay. I was like, wow. I knew I knew it was going to be like, I knew there wasn't. it wasn't going to be album of the year after that song. And he opened, opened with that song. I was like, yeah. Probably won't be that yeah, great. Yeah. That song with Nicki Minaj caught me off guard, bro. I did not expect it to be that good, bro. I wasn't, I wasn't that song was with Nicki's game, man. That song was nice. Like that. that song was nice. And I don't even listen to Nicki Minaj like that, but that song was nice. I can't even lie. See, the can't problem with Uzi is he didn't solid. have a young boy feature, man. Now, had he had a young boy feature, bro. bro we're not doing this again. We're not doing this again. We're not doing this again. We're not doing it. We're not doing this again, bro. We're not doing this again. <laughs> we're not doing this again. But um, yeah, man. But um, any last thoughts, man? Y'all, y'all have anything else you want to say? It's pretty much. We pretty much went around and talked about everything, man. Kevin Durant, man, crazy overrated right now. The way y'all are overrated. I'm gonna say a hot take right now. KD season in OKC was better than LeBron's season in Miami. What season? His MVP season. Yeah. I feel like his pair of MVP seasons. I feel like his MVP seasons was better than LeBron's MVP season in Miami. LeBron had two, three. Two he had three. He had three, two MVPs? In Miami, yeah. He went back to back. I didn't even know what? that. I thought he only got whoa, one. Whoa, 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 whoa. You talking about when LeBron almost had a perfect season? Was that 2013? Yeah. When he almost had a, a perfect season in 2013? Bro, KD's MVP season, bro. His whole MVP campaign, bro. That thing was Thing was to amazing. be honest with you, LeBron could have won MVP. He could have very well won that year that KD won, to be honest with you. I'm not going to say he didn't deserve it. Same thing I said with this year. Like, uh, between the top three MVP candidates, it would have been deserved if any of them won it between Jokic and Giannis. So I would say the same thing about but LeBron could have very well won MVP it that was, year. MVP was due the past three years, so. Yeah. They had to give it to him. If they didn't give it to him, they gave it to Jokic. I just, I just that, that how it is because last year was MVP's year. Like, generally, that was his year. You. It was his and he year. didn't get it, which I feel was I felt was crazy last year. A lot of critics are are turning the same argument that the Sixers used last year 
and they're using it against them this year. Yeah, that's a fact. There's this whole hypocritical stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna blame the man though for nah. making that interview for, for talking about how he deserved MVP in that interview because it's like, what can what what more can you do, man? When you're getting snubbed like that, do have the dude scored half the dude scored half the points against Boston in that regular season game when he had 54. Not even just that, bro. Like what he did to Jokic also. That game that that game when they played before the the one where he sat out, bro. Oh yeah, the 48, the 48 and like 20 game. That was. That was insane, sideline. Yeah, he had a couple of meters in game winners. I think he had like two. It was like yeah. three or four. Yeah. Too bad we didn't get that version of the playoffs, but oh well. Hey, I mean, maybe if he was healthy, uh, he might have been a, a little bit better. His, his injuries might have hankered him down a little bit, but yeah. Shot I selection agree. was poor. We'll see. We'll see. But it, oh, hot take, though. All right, hot guys. Take, though. Oh, what's up? Like I said, man, the Suns, I mean, the well, the Suns and the, or the Lakers, it's going to be a Suns-Lakers-Western Conference Finals, and the Spurs will be in the play-in. Yeah, I can see the Spurs being with additional Wemby now. Yeah. Wemby, Sochan, Trey Jones, uh, which was supposed to be Keldon Johnson. Uh, I, I, I don't see them being Houston, OKC. Yeah, because Houston is, bro, if Houston happens to get the team that they want, bro, from from what the rumors are, bro, and they happen to get Brook Lopez, Fred Van Fleet, and then they still have like uh, what do you call it? And they got Schroeder too. Jalen Green. They still got KPJ. They got Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith. Forgot about that guy. And then they got um, Kenyon Martin Jr. That team has a lot of good players and just players with potential. That second, they literally could do a starting five of Van Vliet. Oh, they got Tari East. Jalen Green. Van Vliet. Jalen Green. Alprin Sangoon, bro. I Jabari forgot about Smith. that dude, bro. Oh, my goodness. J- Jabari Smith. Tariq. Nah, that's wild, bro. You literally, literally, you can have so much fun with the, the units with, like, the different lineups. But keep lineups it a fact, though, like, they probably, they probably would have a better lineup, but pop, bro. It's still, it's still pop, bro. And they have Ime Udoka coaching, too. So, hey, you, that, you know that team's going to be nice. That's pop, though. I'm just saying. It's Greg Popovich right there. Right. I mean, we'll see, though. I mean, but that's going to do it for this episode, though. I mean, this, this was a good episode. Ben, thank you for joining us, man. Um, we definitely going to get you back on for sure. But, um, you know, that's going to do it for this episode, as always. We're going to have some more episodes next week. Uh, yeah, we're going to have some more episodes next week. Uh, the new episode, uh, the episode that we did yesterday, that's going to drop in a few probably tomorrow maybe in a couple of minutes who knows depends on how long i edit it but uh, that new episode should be coming out shortly um new episodes next week um and yeah man Cornley, you want to say anything before we leave just want to say man great episode man shout out to ben shout out and ben Lewis, man y'all know how we're coming man with all these pickups man jeez going straight to the finals we'll see we'll see we're running out ben you want to say anything man nah that's you pretty much covered it up. All right, man. But thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, um, thank you. Peace.